right, everybody, welcome to episode number 87 of the Between the Cracks podcast. I am your host, Bill, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Chris. Now, Chris, we have a very bizarre topic tonight, a topic so bizarre and some would say evil that we dare not mention its name. Now, bud, with all that said, I'm ready to risk it all because I'm going to say it. Chris, tonight we are talking about the one and only Peggy the Doll. You're asking for it. Yes, you're right, because there are reports that anyone that dare mentions Peggy's name, let alone look at her, seems to become violently ill. Well, you just said it again, so... uh... (laughs) Yes, Chris, I have mentioned her twice within the first few minutes of the episode, but uh, I'm going to give you a shot, pal. Little old Peggy, what do you got for us? Peggy the doll... Oh, I said it there. That's actually kind of liberating. (laughs) Originates from, well, your hometown, the United Kingdom. (laughs) That is a very big hometown of mine, yes. (laughs) That's not where Peggy ends up staying. But for now, for this part of the story, we're going to discuss the interactions between the viewers of Peggy's pictures, or even mentioning her name, as you said, and one British paranormal investigator who actually ends up taking her in. There was reports from the original owner of Peggy that she was essentially haunting her dreams she would wake up feeling hot and shaken. Apparently, no matter where she moved the doll in her home, the nightmares persisted. She actually sought out uh, the help of a local priest, and after several visits, it, it didn't do anything. So then, apparently, you know, after the woman now has suffered from fever, hallucinations, she ends up find, finding the website for this paranormal investigator by the name of Jane Harris and Jane, who apparently deals with dolls, she takes her in and decides to do some investigation. And she quickly finds out that these claims are all true. So if I'm hearing you correctly, and I think that I am, essentially you're saying things are going from bad to worse with old Peggy here. And uh, we're going to get into some more of the claims here, but I feel we have to do our due diligence here and describe exactly what we're dealing with, what Peggy looks like. And to me, it's your run-of-the-mill everyday doll, the uh, old-school plastic head that kind of will do the Exorcist uh, 360 rotation. Uh, she has blue eyes, and they look like they probably blink. You know, the kind of doll that you can like move its head, and then the eyes will close or open and whatnot. Fuck. I will not allow my daughter to, to have any doll that blinks. That That's one rule here in our house. But uh, there's definitely... Think shoots you a wink. <laughs> there is definitely something eerie about Peggy. I'll give her that. And she has uh, drawn-on eyebrows that uh, are very commonplace in today's society. Uh, she has a Karen-esque haircut, 
uh, short blonde hair, almost like a bob style with a little bow in it. Very nice. Uh, it appears that she's living an upper middle class lifestyle because I do see that she is wearing some form of cardigan sweater and what appears to be, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, in this picture, ruby red slippers? Well, let me just comment on that uh, cardigan there, because uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's cashmere. Oh, even better, right? <laughs> I, I mean, Peggy might be sticking up her nose at us here. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but in all seriousness, Chris, looking at Peggy here, and oh, we should mention that she's probably, from the looks of it, roughly around two feet tall, if not a little taller. So that adds to the creep factor and keep that in mind. With all that said, bud, looking at her, do you get a creepy vibe? I, I would say yes, and I'll tell you why. Because there's a little bit too much realistic looks on her, I, I would say. Like, she, you could tell it's a doll, but like, if you were to see that doll from behind, I might mistake it for a child. Yeah, that's a very good point, and you're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that, viewing her from behind, because I'm really fixated on the eyes. These are very realistic eyes, and yeah, like you said, I mean, even if this thing was facing you and you looked at it from like maybe 20, 30 yards away, you might mistake it for a little kid. Leave me alone! So Chris, as you said, the paranormal investigator by the name of Jane Harris investigated Peggy, and her findings revealed that Peggy was indeed haunted, that there was some kind of tormented spirit living within her. And Jane actually recorded a video of her and Peggy where she goes on to ask Peggy a series of questions. So to describe the video, it basically has Jane, if you're looking straight at it on the left side, and Peggy pretty much front and center. And the paranormal investigator is sitting down, Peggy's standing up. So they pretty much look like they're on the same level there. And then the investigator proceeds to ask a number of questions to Peggy, like, uh, are you irritated? Are you angered by something? Things of that nature. Nothing is really happening. There's not really any responses until the very last few minutes of the video. Am I right, Peggy boy? What? Peggy boy? <laughs> Well, as much as it pains me to say this, right you be. There is what appears to be some movement from Peggy, especially towards the end of the video, where she actually falls out of the frame. And then it, the video cuts and there is a message at the very end that says, following the knock, Peggy fell to the floor and the knock was like a knocking sound. And Jane asks, is that you, Peggy? And then the doll falls to the floor and apparently Jane says she experienced nausea and headaches immediately after the session. And uh, at that point, that Peggy remains isolated. So she went into a timeout uh, for her actions. <laughs> and if you look through, if you actually kind of scroll through it, I noticed this when I was watching it. If you start, just don't even play the video. Just use the that, that scroll bar and just keep clicking past. And you'll start to see Peggy lean to the right. And then more and more and more and more. And then all of a sudden, in the at the very end, she actually falls. Now, in my perception, that would just be the doll was kind of off balance and just started leaning and leaning until it, gravity took over and it fell over. But we'll leave that for you to interpret. 
perhaps uh, Peggy was uh, aggravated. Yes, and you are rightfully skeptical here, Chris, because uh, we should mention the video only shows Peggy from her waist up. So there very easily could have been someone moving Peggy below the camera frame, or there could have been some kind of setup with uh, a string or other kind of mechanism that made the doll fall. We do not know because we can only see half of Peggy's body. But I, I think what really adds to the lore here, more so than the apparent fall of Peggy, is, like we said before, all of the people that come in contact with her, say her name or view pictures of her, they all seemingly claim to become violently ill. Some even reported to have heart attacks, strokes. Uh, there were others that report nausea, instantly have trouble breathing and chest pains. And you know, Chris, uh, now that I mention it, after having looked at this picture of Peggy for quite some time, I'm starting to feel a little queasy. I don't know what, what's happening. I... <laughs> just don't feel good. I gotta tell you, bud. I'm having trouble breathing. <laughs> Gross. Chris, it appears that we are falling victim to the powers of old Peggy. But uh, in all seriousness, in addition to uh, those claims, people also say that they've had severe migraines. Some even said they suffered hallucinations. So... That's what we're dealing with here. We have a doll that's been passed around quite a few times, and she's been investigated over and over again to the point where the legend of this haunted doll begins to grow to a, a very large degree. But what I, I do find funny, though, Chris, is for a doll that you're not supposed to make contact with, it seems like quite a few people... <laughs> are indeed making contact with Peggy because uh, I have a quote here uh, from Jane Harris herself that says, if I had to guess, I would say close to 80 people have come forward with experiences. So Peggy seems to be making the rounds here. And Harris goes on to say that some of these experiences, and I quote here, some are small, like computer screens freezing, sharp headaches, or a sense of dread. But others like the ones we mentioned, are much more disturbing. This doll is wreaking havoc on uh, an entire country. And we're going to find out a little later on, Chris, that she makes her way across the pond to us here. And uh, you're not going to believe who is in possession of Peggy as of today. I'll give you a little hint. He's the common denominator in all haunted things. But uh, let's continue, Chris. We'll leave you guys hanging there. So as Peggy's popularity has grown, there has been more investigation. So outside of Jane doing investigation, they actually have four different psychic mediums that uh, do a read of Peggy. You know, they come up with the fact that maybe she's a bit restless, frustrated, and that she was persecuted in her life, or her life before being in Peggy, of course not the actual doll. Uh, upon further review, they figure out that apparently this this uh, outfit that Peggy is dressed in, which was a white dress, and she has a crucifix around her neck, then she is placed in a, what looks like a circle of chalk, 
with a cross drawn and perhaps some hosts, candles. It sounds to me like they're really trying to uh, pull something out of Peggy here. Yeah, and I'm looking at that, that photo as we speak here, and uh, Peggy definitely has a little bit more of a sinister look on her face. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. And uh, the fact that she's placed in something that kind of resembles a pentagram here makes it all the more unnerving. So you're absolutely right, Chris. So whether or not there's an evil spirit within Peggy, <laughs> sooner or later, if they keep her in this circle long enough, something's coming out. <laughs> They actually open a gate to fucking hell just trying to figure out what's in Peggy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, in all seriousness, that little white dress with the crucifix being in a circle with the candles. I mean, it's a very unnerving photo. Yeah, and, and this is apparently when they find out that uh, Peggy apparently has an aversion to crucifix. They think perhaps she's not Christian. And a couple of the mediums think that perhaps she's Jewish. Uh, because of this and one of their what they call automatic writing sessions with Peggy apparently two of the words that came out were star and David well that sounds to me like if you put them together star of David that indeed does verify that she could be Jewish that is all very interesting but Chris before we go on would you just mind telling us what the hell an automatic writing session is is? Well, I'm glad you asked, bud. In the spiritual world, this is a writing that's produced involuntarily, basically when the, uh, the subject's attention is directed elsewhere. It, uh, it may occur when the person is, is alert or in a hypnotic trance. Uh, this usually occurs during a seance. So I'm assuming in this case, obviously, since Peggy can't be writing, the psychic who is analyzing her is the one that's doing the writing. Well, if Peggy was caught scribing anything in that little journal of hers, uh, I would run like the Dickens. <laughs> yeah, there would be no more analysis needed there. That would be an automatic get the hell out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Chris, there is actually a, a documented incident with Peggy and this automatic writing session. Apparently... When one of the investigators was doing the automatic writing session, upon completion, they left the room. The investigator came back, and you're not going to believe this, Chris, to find the notebook up in a joist of her ceiling. And she claims that she did not put it there, and there was no one else in the room aside from Peggy. So, Chris, riddle me that. How the hell did the notebook get up there? Good question. And Jane said not only was it put up in the joist area in the ceiling, but it was out of reach. So her husband had to get a ladder to get it down. Well, that, if true, would be quite unnerving. Uh, so I guess we just have to believe that Peggy indeed tossed the notebook up there. She must not have approved of what they were scribing in a journal. So as you could tell, Chris, there has been quite a bit of effort put into trying to unravel the mystery of Peggy here. And I'm getting a majority of my information here from the dailymail.com. And uh, the name of the article is watch at your own risk video of haunted doll causes 80 viewers to reportedly suffer chest pains, nausea, and crippling headaches. 
And I'm going to go into the comment section quickly, if you don't mind, Chris, and uh, let's see what some of the readers had to say about this. Uh, I'm not going to lie, something very bizarre just happened. Access denied. Tell us. <laughs> it seems the comment section froze, and the picture of Peggy wearing a sweater is frozen on my page now, and I'm not joking, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kicked off of the article. Wow. All right, hold on. Well, we should tell our viewers that frozen screens was one of the things that apparently happened when you went to Yes, and apparently this will be the last episode of uh, the Between the Cracks podcast, Chris. <laughs> Let's see here. But I told you not to do it. Uh, you did, and boy, oh boy, did I do it. Because, uh, Chris, I, I can't even scroll to the comment section now. Dude, I'm being uh, serious. I can't. The whole fucking thing froze. You fucking kidding me? Not so fast, buddy. Where are you? Where do you want? I'm on a dailymail.com and I've been clicking on this comment section the whole time. And now Well, this is the thing that the video never worked on for me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold your horses, Chris. We are back. Okay. We're back. I apologize to Peggy and she let me into the comment section here. Access granted. So here I am now in the comment section. And it doesn't seem like many of the readers owe the article here are taking this very seriously. The first comment here says, Peggy said she'll leave me alone because we agree she could use a wardrobe change. Well, well, that's just not necessary, nor is it nice. All right. And then uh, someone then writes, uh, that's five minutes of my life that I'll never get back. Even the doll falls on boredom. Oh, no, no. Come on, man. No, no. All right. All right. Let, let's Ooh, see. They're if I... pushing their luck. All right. Uh, let's see here. Oh my God, when I tried reading the comments under this story, they froze and wouldn't load up. So spooky. Oh no, hang on. That happens with this just about every article on this site. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> you just experienced I, it. <laughs> I, I did experience it and then uh, I thought they were on the same page as me, but then uh, they, they end that with a little bit of a mocking comment. Uh, apparently it's just the site. But uh, I, I will leave uh, Peggy on one positive comment here. It says, uh, I cannot remember if I posted last night, but this is my worst nightmare. I don't believe in spirit attachments, but dolls, especially ones like this that look real, petrify me. And uh, I am absolutely on board with that commenter because uh, as I've mentioned quite a few times on this podcast, Chris, as a wee lad, my mom let me watch a movie starring Anthony Hopkins called Magic, and it was about a ventriloquist and his uh, ventriloquist doll that he was beginning to have hallucinations that the thing was coming to life, and it is beyond scary, and especially for <laughs> a five- or six-year-old child to be watching. So that definitely made a dent in uh, my mind, and uh, to this day, I am still very terrified of dolls. And uh, I'm not going to lie, Peggy is definitely unnerving to look at. Oh, 100%. And then add the story of her past, and you got yourself a real nightmare on your hands. Yes, uh, but it's not so much her past that we're going to talk about, because it seems that Peggy has been making quite a few moves. And if you recall, I said that the UK wasn't the only place that Peggy lived because she moved here, Chris, to the United States. Oh, America. I, I heard she might be rolling the dice in Vegas. 
<laughs> what are you, what are you trying to say? <laughs> You're beating around the bush here, Chris. What are you, what are you getting at? I think she tried her hand in Vegas. Where the she... hell is Peggy? <laughs> Peggy is in none other than the Zach Bagans Haunted Museum in Las Vegas. I'm sorry. Are you trying to tell me that the one and only Mr. Bagans here dug his grubby little paws into this mystery too? <laughs> Are we even surprised? <laughs> the man is everywhere. So yeah, Chris, uh, you're absolutely right. Because as of today, Peggy sits in the Zach Bagans Haunted Museum in Las Vegas, Nevada. We were fortunate enough to find a video of a news crew that entered Bagans Museum. Chris, why don't you tell us about some of their findings? A news reporter had went to report on this haunted museum while she's giving her report, there's uh, several clowns in the background that are uh, basically doing tricks, backflips and stuff like that. And then it basically cuts into what uh, is going on inside the museum. She even gets an interview personally with Mr. Bagans, and um, he begins to mention what other things are in there and how they're truly haunted. They have footage, and the reporter shows, it said apparently that there has been some very bizarre happenings at the museum already. Well, there's a woman that is about to enter the room of Peggy the doll, and suddenly you see her uh, backpedal a little bit. According to, to Zach Bagans, she claims that uh, she felt something push her chest. Uh, yes, uh, it looks like the woman did indeed have trouble entering the room, but we don't know what the cause is. Uh, of course, Bagans is going to say it's something supernatural, but it could very much have been uh, the result of being in Vegas for a few days too long. Perhaps the woman in question here was intoxicated and tripped and fell backwards as she attempted to enter the little creepy doll room in the Zach Bagans Museum. Whoa, we whoa, whoa. I don't think I really like your tone there. Are you saying... <laughs> Are you saying that this is not a legitimate paranormal encounter here? I, I, I'm not saying that, Chris. But something that caught my eye immediately, Chris, was the size of uh, Mr. Bagan's glasses and uh, the black frames. Did you happen to get a look at those babies? How could you not? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this to me seems like uh, a, a typical Bagans move in which uh, he stands to gain quite a bit of profit off of Peggy here. I mean, let's be fair. You can enter the museum for a very small fee of $50. Oh, and there it is. All right. And to be honest, it looks kind of cool looks like a cool museum and it seemed to be packed on the video that we saw so he must be rolling in it and the hell with it if uh, peggy can make you rich you can handle a few uh nights of nausea actually while we're here let me play a little clip of what bagans has to say about that woman that seemed to have trouble entering the room there uh zach take it away she states that she felt something push her in her chest and it caused such force, she felt it go through her. And Baggins says Peggy has been causing people harm for years. Peggy the doll, she was known originally to cause heart attacks. If you disrespect her, if you want to call her names, she will do things to you. 
So, Chris, there you have it, right out of the mouth of Zach Biggins. He's essentially saying that if you taunt Peggy or if you talk badly about her or call her names, that uh, bad things are going to come your way. So I guess now we just wait and see what happens to you. (laughs) So what do you think of what Zach had to say about this? Money-making scheme or is he onto something? Does a bear shit in the woods? (laughs) No, come on, man. (laughs) Perhaps uh, Bagans means well, right? Mm -hmm. He's passionate about paranormal activity. He's certainly a master in his craft there, that is for sure. So, Chris, as of today, Peggy still resides at the museum. So, looking at everything we talked about tonight, I'm going to ask you flat out, what says you? You think there's any truth to the claims that Peggy may be haunted? Let's see. How do I put this? Um, I think... Lay it on us. (laughs) I'm on borrowed time here because I'm getting tired. Look, I I, I think there's a scent that this, uh, this video, that this claim gives off. It's the... It smells like horseshit. <laughs> so basically what you're saying, you feel that there's no validity to any of the claims that Peggy is making people sick or causing them to have hallucinations or causing any of their electronic equipment to freeze and or shut down. Am I hearing you correctly? Oh yeah, you heard me right. <laughs> now I'm going to tell you what I think, Chris. Thank you for asking. Um, I'm... Mm, I'm torn. I think that there could have been some truth to the claims, but what really deters me from going down that path is the involvement of Mr. Bagans himself. And I'm not bashing him. I'm just of the opinion that he is truly in it for the money. So I believe that if he really truly believed that uh, there was something going on with this doll, that it would not be on display and he would not voluntarily take it into his life. But I do also think uh, that with dolls, especially realistic looking ones like this one, you know, there is that whole theory of the uncanny valley. And I think we've talked about it on the show before. It's basically when you look at like an AI or a mannequin or a ventriloquist doll, or in this case, just your standard doll. And essentially what it says is that if you look at it long enough, you kind of get a very uneasy feeling because although the object does look human, you can tell that there is something off. And that can then, in turn, cause people to freak out. And then once you start freaking out and your mind is playing games with you, it is game over. I think at that point, you're going to start forcing yourself to experience some of the effects of Peggy. I don't know. I'm going to say that I am not on board. I do not think Peggy is haunted. Creepy, yes. Haunted, no. You, uh, you were... Tiptoeing through there, are you concerned that <laughs> well, Peggy might come for you? Well, I'll tell you what, Chris. I am in the BTCRF, all by my lonesome, in the dark, I might add. So uh, I was definitely a little more brazen when the sun was out. And uh, <laughs> as the sun has set, so has my bravery. <laughs> so, Chris, before we get the hell out of here, I'm going to ask you, you know, even though we do seem to believe that this is bullshit, would you be willing to, we always like to go down this road at the end of a show, especially after we call something bullshit, would you be willing to host in your home Peggy the Doll for a night? Just you and her. 
Oh, that's a hard no. <laughs> I, well, I mean, look, uh, I may not believe in Peggy, but I don't need to be, uh, you know, I don't need to be tempting anything. <laughs> Essentially, what you're saying is that you don't want to test the waters on any kind of evil spirit or uh, a dark paranormal entity that might be residing in Peggy. And I am on board with you. There is absolutely no way that doll is ever entering my home. So uh, we'll let sleeping dogs lie and let her rest in her little casing inside the Zach Biggins Museum. So, Chris, that's it, man. That is the case of Peggy the doll. And before we go, we do love to give credit where credit is do and uh the other article that we used was from redbookmag.com the article is warning just looking at this haunted doll reportedly triggers sickness or not and that was written by the lovely brie schwartz all right brie way to go so uh let me get the rundown and we can get the hell out of here and i could run back into my house before peggy gets her little plastic hands on me you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at btcpod2020 at gmail.com. If you would like to become one of our lovely patrons, you can do so by clicking on the link in the show notes. And Chris, I, I got to tell you, I just released a patron-only episode last week, and it was uh, involving my experiences with the app Randonautica, and it led me down some uh, very dark roads. But uh, I also was speaking to Chris before we got on air and the haunted apartment that we have across the street here that Chris and I have explored in the past. And we actually did a Patreon episode on that as well. We're actually going to be shooting a live video down there as soon as uh, Chris can get up here to do that because it has recently been vacated again. And there's been quite a few bizarre happenings uh, in and around the apartment i'll leave it at that well uh you know let's let's not advertise it too much because uh we don't want zach bagan showing up <laughs> yeah we don't want him showing up and buying a building he'll buy the goddamn thing. <laughs> but uh that's it chris so without further ado why don't you say we wish the fine fine people out on podcast land the fondest oh affair That was much better flow between the two of us. There's definitely some things to cut. I, I, I think we're starting to sound like actual hosts.